following show may contain language, themes, and topics not suitable for children. Thoughts and expressions of the show does not reflect that of the stereo app of comedy shows or its sponsors. This is just a comedy podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the What Stoners Think podcast with Benji and Didi. Hi, Didi. I don't How smoke. You? I don't <laughs> smoke weed. I get high. I don't smoke. <laughs> it's very, very different. Uh, Didi mm-hmm. comedian, stoner, Didi Steps. Uh, I am comedian, stoner, Benji Garcia Reyes. And this is the podcast where we literally go through and ask stoners what they think. I asked Didi. Didi asks me about what we think uh-huh. about stuff that matters, right? For example, what do we like to eat when we're stoned? Uh, where have we gone, you know, that is really good when you go stoned, you know? Uh, uh-huh. uh, and not just fun stuff like that, but also what are some some good ways uh, or methods of how to, how to um, take or use or apply cannabis and, and its myriad of uses um you know so it, it's it's a infotainment podcast if you may and it's definitely interactive you guys are totally welcome to chime in and let us know what you think or give us your suggestion or your rating because we're really trying to figure out from a stand from a from a cannabis stoner uh whatever you want to call yourself weed smoker uh weed consumer that whatever we're trying to figure out what is us? You know, we're a new demographic, and that's what this podcast is about. We're going to figure it out together. All right. So before we get into any any of those questions or to any news uh, on today's show, we are going to pretty much just explain what we're doing here, why we're here, a little bit about our, our, our pop backgrounds and stuff. Uh, and then we're going to probably go through a couple of, of news. New, there's, there's cannabis news, folks, you know, so we'd like to share that to keep you guys informed, especially with the vote coming up. Some of this stuff is very important when it comes to to cannabis uh, and medicinal marijuana and recreational and hemp as well. Uh, and then we're, we're going to go ahead and ask some questions and leave it up. Hopefully we have some people listening uh, that want to chime in. And as always, if you're not, if you're listening to this on the on, on the uh, Anchor FM app or on Spotify, go to Stereo.com, download the app, and then follow Didi Steps or follow Benji Garcia Reyes or find us on No BSPM. But that way you guys can know the next time the show is up and live and you guys can join us. All right. It, now that I did all the obligatory shit, uh, uh, Didi, tell us a little bit about your cannabis experience. You know, maybe about um, your first time that you smoked and and what what place does cannabis have in your life? Uh, cannabis holds my heart right now. I'm smoking as we speak. <laughs> Woo, ditto. Uh, ditto. First time I ever got. Hey, first time I ever got high, though, I, I, I seriously, dude, I, I thought somebody had poisoned me because I could hear my heart beating. I mean, I could hear my heart beating. Yo, I will never forget that. I thought somebody put something in my Kool-Aid. I don't know. But then after, you know, you start smoking a little bit more, you realize the benefits to it. And then, bam, here I am. Still smoking. Do you remember when when it wasn't as, as chillax as it is right now? Right? When, when it oh, was... Yeah. Uh, Super, it was like you, you couldn't smoke. You were a bad person if you smoke. You still remember? I was remembering that. How, yeah. How bad yeah. it was, right? <laughs> but come on, Benji. Let's, Benji, let's be real. Let's just keep it real right now. The very same people that knocks people like you or me for smoking weed are the very same people that go home and pop a bunch of pills. You see how that works? Yeah. You see how that works, Benji? You see but how that okay works? For, but it's okay. It's okay yeah, for yeah. us to do that. As long you as take 20 pills a day. Uh-huh. That's funny. Hey, right, Benji. Hey, you smoking too? 
I want to ask you something, Benji. Benji, I got to ask you this. I've always wanted to know because this is one thing that, you know, I like like to ask people this. Like, back in the day, like, you know how you saying people used to look at you crazy when you smoke and you had to sneak and smoke it. Where's the craziest place you had to sneak and smoke some weed? (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Um... Okay. I mean, you had to sneak. Sneak, super sneak. Okay. Well, um, at the time it was it was with a, it was at like at a concert and stuff, you know, and and I didn't know that you couldn't smoke, you know, so that, <laughs> that's why it was it was kind of weird because I, I I snuck in my joints. It was like one of the first concerts I went to, you know, um, and then it was crazy because when we got on there, there was weed anyway, so I guess it's not. I'm I'm high right now. The craziest point, though, ah! in a church, in a church before a show, you know, where I couldn't smoke. I went to the bathroom and I and I smoked a quick uh, 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 sneak a toke, a quick little snap because I just needed it, man. So that's probably the craziest. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've done anything like in jail or or what have you know or or something crazy like that. <laughs> How about you? Uh, <laughs> it's all actually it's crazy because it's almost kind of like the same thing you're saying. Well, sorry, my dog squeaking the toy. Well, I went to a concert and I wasn't I wasn't too sure about it, you know? But then but then when the lights went down, dude, everybody mm. started smoking. So I was literally, me and my friend, we were sneaking. We were down on our knees in between the aisles trying to hit our blunt. By the time uh. we stood up, everybody was smoking. So yeah, it wasn't even worth uh. me trying to sneak it. <laughs> that's that's funny. Uh, well, my 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 weed origin story. I never actually smoked weed when I was a kid at all, a teenager even. The first time I really smoked, and it was because my mom's a teacher, you know. So and it wasn't so much that she was strict, but I guess I never wanted to disappoint her. And I and growing up thinking that you're not supposed to be a certain way and shit like that, right? And so it wasn't until uh, the first time I smoked, you know, I smoked weed. I was like 19 or something, and I, it was at this. Uh, uh, at this college party, it was like probably like the first real college party I got to go to, and before that, I, I never wanted to smoke, and I'd got invited to other types of parties or gatherings or in high school. I got offered weed a lot, but I was I never wanted to, you know. Anyways, so that's why the, the very first time I got high at this party was crazy, you know, because um, mm-hmm. I didn't smoke a lot. I I took a hit right, and then I liked it, and and I don't know what the ha- happened or how it happened. I ended up on the other side of the circle. So I ended up hitting it twice as hard. Yeah, I got tore up. Then I was drinking too, you know, and I was a lot lighter. So oh. that's how that happened. But uh, but me becoming a regular stoner didn't happen until five or six years later. After I went to church and I quit church, uh, and I was at a concert where everybody was getting high. And I'm like, well, why don't I just consider it? But it wasn't the same concert. But uh, there you go. Look, we have some messages. Let's play the messages. We like to play... Uh, these chime in messages. So, folks, if you guys are listening, if you have your origin weed story, if you remember the first time you got high, if you remember your favorite place you got high, which I will say right now and ask Didi the same question, um, uh-huh. then go ahead and share, chime in. We're about to play. We got four messages already. All right. We love this. All right. Este pinche culero marihuanero. ¿Por qué tú siempre hablas de marihuana? Ponte y vete para la iglesia, güey. Te necesita Jesucristo. Deja esa pinche vaina de diablo. Señor, yo vine para esta página para las enseñanzas de las. This guy's Will, I think, is 
Disculpe, se me fue la llamada. Ah, soy nuevo con esta aplicación. He estado viendo sobre el asunto de Jesucristo y los seguidores de él. Pero lo, todo lo que me ha llegado es esta pinche mierda de puro marihuana, marihuana, marihuana. Eso es muy malo para uno. Marihuana llevó a mi primo al maricomio y a mi mamá que se coja al pastor. Y ahora el pastor no es pastor. Es el pastor. Vende mota. Vende mota. Vamos a ver. No sé, señor. Cambia esta vaina de hablar de puro marihuana. He was saying that, um, and another voice obviously saying that he hates weed or, or his experience with weed is that um, his uh, his pastor got high and then fucked his mom or something like that, so now he's not a pastor anymore. <laughs> it was stupid, man. I'm just picking up whatever. Hey, fool, how you doing? Livernacho, Livernacho in the house. So this cat right here, I was, I was uh, last night on the app, just happened to randomly chatting, and he's also super stoner. He's from Chicago. Southside, baby. Yeah, he's uh, he's from over there, and he just happens to be he not not just any Latino. Uh, I recognize. I'm like, yeah, you're Mexican. I'm like, yeah. How did you know? And I'm like, ah, how did I not know? <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to him for saying what's up and listening. So in fact, tell us if you want to chime in, man. Tell us. Uh, your origin story, because I didn't even ask you that yesterday. Uh, you know, tell us about the first time you got high or your favorite place where you did. So I already told you guys my first place. Now I'm going to tell you my favorite place, and then maybe <laughs> you can tell me mine. So my favorite place, uh, I happened to be at an event where I felt I was, like, super pimping. And, 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 and because it was in Negro, Jamaica, you know, uh, this was in 2015. Uh-huh, and I got to go there. Thanks to the Smokers Guide, a company uh, based out of Amsterdam, Amsterdam that does videos, and and they flew me and medicinal Mike Boris, uh, which were we were part of the Nug Life uh, um, Nug Life Radio crew at the time. We, they flew us over there to do coverage, so I got to smoke weed in Jamaica with Jamaicans in, in a Jamaican wow. beach, you know, and you know, um, <laughs> oh, it, it only happened to be good weed because Americans brought the weed, ah, because their weed sucks. But no, it was, it was <laughs> you know, everything was paid for, I, and I remember being in prison. You know, mentally in the moment, just understanding how cool this is, and short of 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 I don't know of anything other you know personally meaningful with people, I think that's gotta be one of the, my best you know favorite moments because I didn't pay for any of it. <laughs> I, I, I didn't pay for any of it. I was getting high. Hey, when it's free, that's those are the best stories when it's free. Yeah, it was the first. Uh -huh. uh, by the way, it was the first international high times cup. You know, in the girl Jamaica. Ah. So this was in 2015. It was when they had barely started to 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 uh, consider or allow medicinal marijuana. But anyways, there are some videos up. By the way, if you look up Smokers Guide and you put, you know, uh, High Times Cannabis Cup, especially 2015, you're gonna see some videos that I edited and and chopped up and stuff. Um, Didi, what was your favorite place to, to smoke? I'm sure there's many, but let's pick at least one. Well, is it? There are many. Uh... Well, let me go back real quick to let you know that I didn't start smoking until uh, two years after I got out of the Navy. I didn't smoke at all oh. in the Navy. I didn't risk it. I was totally military. I didn't even mess. Okay. I didn't go around people to smoke, to be honest with you. I okay, waited yeah, about a year wanna... and a half to two years after I got out of the Navy to smoke. How, Anywho, how, come, how come it was like that? What was what, what was well, like with me and my mom, right? What was holding you back? Well, mainly, well, I'm gonna be, I'll be honest with you. I was between the ages of 19 and like 23, 24. I was so into the I'm serving my country and, you know, not I don't I've never drank before and oh, I didn't drink okay. then. I've never been uh, a drinker. Innocent, 
innocent TV. <laughs> no, I was. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I was, and then well, me I too, got out the navy. So and... <laughs> we were. So I got out the navy, and I turned into two little badass, Benji. <laughs> but I gotta tell you though. My favorite place that I smoked, it was actually the person that I smoked with. I don't know if you were, well, you old enough. You remember Ricky Williams that played for the- uh, Of course, yeah. So that's my homeboy. From Patrick Henry. Let me tell you, I was was real, real cool. I actually worked with his girl, his baby mama. This is when he was like playing with uh, New Orleans, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was back then. That was in- before he went, so, he ran off. Uh, real quick, true story. The night that he, remember when you heard about him leaving the team and they couldn't find yes, him? Yes. True, true shit. I put this on everything, Benji. I was with him. We were up in LA with some homies. And Mike Dicka, swear to goodness, came to the hotel to literally oh, physically shit. get him. My boy saw it, ran up to the room, told Ricky, Mike Dicka is here. So we cut Ricky out the back room it took him down. Oh. The, it's a true story. Took him down the back stairs, right? Ricky was, I mean, everybody knows. I'm not putting his business out there. Ricky was a very depressed yeah. person. And he was very, I yeah. mean, uh, depressed on, and he didn't want to take the medicine. People don't know the story, but he didn't want to take pills and shit. That's why Ricky yes. always got caught up with weed. So yes. my true story is that after we took him downstairs and he was like, you know what? I got to I got to check back in the camp. I'm going back. I'm going back. And we sat up that night home. We smoked about a pound of weed as his going away gift to go back to the NFL. True story. <laughs> well, Mr. Ricky Williams, uh, who played 12 seasons in the National Football League and one in the Canadian Football League, rushed for a total of 10,009 yards, rushed for 66 touchdowns. 66 touchdowns in his career, man. And yeah, he's from San Diego, California. Uh, he's a pothead, homie. Still a pothead. <laughs> there, there, there is um, a documentary out there, the, the Run Ricky Run. It, it's an, it's yeah, an awesome yeah. one. If you guys haven't checked that out, I love it. So that's where you learn a little bit more about uh, that, that whole situation. And now, like with everything, years after things happen, once the dust settles, a lot, and, and, and more, more than anything, because cannabis at the time, was so persecuted, you know, yes, and, and, now the, and, now, and now the NFL, particularly in the NFL, because the NFL has been the standard of strictness, you know, and the NFL, because the NBA has been relaxed on marijuana or cannabis policies for years already. And very, very until recently has the NFL started to acknowledge that to where they've changed. They've changed that. They've changed, you know, they no longer get suspensions now. You know, they get warnings. Uh, and they're, Dude, they're they all put, smoke in the off mm-hmm. season, man. They all oh, yeah. smoke. They all. I ain't I, saying no names, but a few times Ricky had teammates with him. I, I ain't saying no names. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm it's serious. No, it's no surprise because yeah, you know, during uh, uh, in the last couple of years, and in fact, you know, um, from 2015 now, Kyle Turley, who's a, a former teammate of Ricky Williams, who went to mm-hmm. San Diego State University, a first round draft pick. After that, he played with the Kansas City Chiefs. Anyways. He, since his career ended, he'd been ailing from alcoholism and the pills. And I yep. remember meeting him at a cannabis event in, in, in 2015. It was here in San Diego when, when he first started on that journey. And I think it now it's uh, the Cannabis Gridiron Coalition or something like that. But, uh, you know, it's, it's since then picked up speed along with that NFL movie. Uh, I, forget the, I forget the movie, but I think it's Concussion but with Will yeah. Smith. And when it talked about CTE and all that stuff. Yep. And, and, and now a lot, fortunately, not just the truth behind that type of injury, 
you know, but also how cannabis benefits it all and how it helps, especially with the treatment, you know, how to, how to not have, not have forced players to take opioids and get, you know, addicted and then, you know, change their psychology and, and have, you know, tragedies like, you know, with, uh, I was like, with, with the linebacker from the chiefs, I'll, I'll look it up right now. But anyways, yeah, yeah I know Williams, what you're talking about. run Ricky run. It's a, it's, it's great. Uh, it's, it's a great documentary, especially if you're, if you're a football fan and if you're a stoner, uh, you're going to love it. If you're not a football fan, you'll become a Ricky Williams fan. Uh -huh. Most definitely. Ricky right? smoked, because, man. <clears throat> People yeah, used to think that he, they, 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 I, I hated that because they were like thinking, oh, it's an addiction. And it's crazy because yes. you know when you, you know when you know your homie, but you're hearing yeah. bad stuff about him. That made me yeah. max. I was like, it's not an addiction. This dude doesn't want to be put on a bunch of pills. He has mental yeah. issues. He goes through mm -hmm. depression. Maybe y'all should smoke some shit instead of judging is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> Hey, and now, now years later, man, there's just so many things on his plate. You know, he he represents he he is part of that 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 same organization yep. with Kyle Turley and several other NFL players uh, that that are retired and have were have been using you know or 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 uh, alt or uh, chose to go through the the medicinal cannabis route than to you know continue on opioids or any stuff like that or fall into alcoholism. But yeah, you know, uh, Kyle Turley, look him up too. I'll give you guys some info on Kyle Turley as well. But that's super dope. I didn't know that story. That's actually one of the stories you hadn't told me yet. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Right. Paul heads, man. I love, I sweet is what it is, man. That's why I'm on, <clears throat> it helps with my blood pressure because I have high blood pressure, you know, and I literally know that it helps with my migraines. <clears throat> if people would just open their mind up and, you know, maybe stop realizing it's not. It's the problem, Benji. You know what the problem is? What's they the have problem? made it to seem like it's a quote-unquote gateway drug. See, that's the problem right there. <clears throat> oh, if you start smoking weed, you're going to end up shooting up heroin. No, you're not. If you start shooting heroin, it's because you want to use heroin, right? Yeah. It has nothing to do with being a gateway drug. I hate that. It's not oh, a gateway drug. So check it. So this is the thing about, and I've, and I've had a thought for that argument before. So this is why it's not a gateway drug. And, and, and it's, this is why very, very simple. So for that, for them to consider a gateway drug, it means that they're saying that cannabis leads to these type of drugs and problems, right? Yep. Okay, cool. Yep. Let's say that's, let's say all those numbers are actually fact, but you know, and, and they are, these are the numbers that they don't compute for. Okay. All the people that don't, get addicted to that shit other people that don't ruin their lives they don't get marked down right they don't exactly they, right right you know, right it's, it's it's not like hey this is a gateway to to wisdom this is a gateway to right. you know separate you know because those people never have to go through a fucking rehab center and have a number written down they're not accounted and, for you don't account exactly, for the success. You feel me? they don't account so for that's success why it's not. And so I've always had that that ready because one I think I was on acid one day or something that I thought that angle. I'm like, oh, you know what? You're only counting the people that, that fuck up. They're not counting the people that aren't, you know, or the club. <laughs> yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> so so that's my answer to your to your gateway bullshit. You know, it's not yeah. true. You know, I, and well, the beauty of it now is, you know, just like, you know, uh, times change, even though maybe racism hasn't come around as much. Uh, but at least when it comes to the science, and no matter what the stupid orange-faced idiot president says, science exists, you know, so shit like medicinal cannabis <laughs> and, and research and proof, case studies, you know, uh, uh, testimonials, proof, you know, Kyle Turley himself is one of the dudes. He, he's had articles on, on um, 
um, on, on Sports Illustrated several times talking about how cannabis saved his life. You know, I mean, the dude, I mean, he, he was, he, I remember when he was talking about his type of pain, and I can only imagine he was an offensive lineman in the NFL, you know, oh, yeah. 13 somewhat seasons. So his knees, his back, you know, are his, Hell yeah, every part of, the, of his body. The, his hips, the joints, and, uh, you know, he's talking about, he talked about how he started taking pills, so many pills before he retired. You know, yep. just to be able to play a lot, you know, that's, that's it, and it didn't get any better once he stopped, you know, w- working out or, or having the same time because he still had those elements and then he was sort of addicted and then he fell into the spiral with alcohol. But yeah, no, uh, he discovered cannabis and, you know, he's been working on that since. So I'm glad that that, that came around to something good. And, and you know, weed, weed, I mean, for, for me, I've lost weight on weed a lot, you know, so a lot of times when, um, you know, I, I've, I've gone too big even recently. Uh, one thing I do is so if, if this is my my uh, uh, health cannabis tip of the day from Benji. What I do is first I pick a good playlist of songs, right? Songs that are gonna motivate me, songs that pump me up, right? Uh, at least 20, 30 minutes, right? Because that's how long I intend to run. But how do I do? I wake up in the morning, I have my shit ready, and I have my nice ball. I have a good ball before I run. Gets me nice and going, and then I go and I get go for my run. And by the time I I'm like, oh shit, time is gone. It's 20 minutes, 25 minutes because the music and the weed took me. And, and you know, I'll combine that with, with cutting down sodas and, and drinking waters. You know, it really helps a lot, especially if you're trying to, you know, if you're getting older and, and, and shit. Yeah, the hurting, sodas, but... I had to cut them sodas out. Sodas are done. I haven't had a soda in over a month, two months now. Matt, I'm I'm, ch- I'm cutting it down. I, I give myself right now maybe one a week, but I used to be more. And I don't even drink that much. And so right now the sodas I'll get, I'm like, all right, well, if I'm going to drink any soda, it's going to be one of these from T- the TJ ones. <laughs> the ones I like, <laughs> the, ones that are, the ones that I get overcharged for at the liquor store. Those are the ones, like Peña Fiel and the Orange Crush and shit that, that have like too much sugar. That's probably like 10 sodas in one, but whatever. Anyway, so, that, you know, that's that. All right, cool. Let's see what's, uh, what's a, a good point. Let's move over. Let's move on to do a little bit of cannabis news. I like to stay, you know, on top of what's going on, even if it's not necessarily in my city, in my state. I'm, I just kind of got used to it from my old Nug Life radio days. And, you know, uh, if anything, we're at least informing people on what's going on. Uh, this following news is from the marijuanamoment.net, where uh, they're, you know, letting us know that in New York, they're going to legalize marijuana by April and regulate CBD-infused drinks. You know, so uh, before that, it, it, actually, it's not like that. So... Um, I don't know, Didi, have you traveled outside of California and, and you know, and, and then try to smoke or experience anything like that recently? Yeah, well, <clears throat> when I went to Virginia, I, uh, I I tried theirs and I just, I didn't mean to seem rude to the people at the dispensary, but the minute I oh, told okay. them I was from California, <laughs> the minute I told them I was from California, Benji, they were like, oh, okay. Because it just uh, wasn't what <laughs> I'm serious. As soon as uh, I right, said right. I'm from San Diego, their whole demeanor changed. It was like, oh, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, this probably not going to be strong enough for you. So, but I have noticed that the thing that kills me is the, the cities in the, or the states that are just now catching up. Like, really, New York? Y'all just not catching up? Like, I, that, that's just hard barely. to believe. That's hard to well, believe New York of all places, but okay. Watch how that money when they when they start seeing how much money they make out there they're gonna be like oh we should have been done this two three hundred million per year extra for the city in taxes alone that's how much we're giving these people and you know and they're gonna need it and a lot of the there's a lot of states that are seem to be 
uh, are shifting are shifting their mind or their stance on it, in particular because of the pandemic and in because of the pandemic. They need the money, Benji. They need the mm-hmm. money. They see how how we like. I think I think I read somewhere where like San Diego County alone, just this county, made the yeah. state over three to four hundred million dollars yep. in one year. Just this county and, and, for the weed. Hey, and just to put that into perspective, that's just the legal dispensaries that managed to be legal and pay for their yes. legal stuff. So imagine if they allowed or they managed to win that. Oh, so man. Strict and, they, and then they could tax these these, these uh, pirate, uh, um, you know, what's that? Sometimes it's necessary dispensaries or, or, or yeah. delivery cannabis, whatever, you know? So that's just to put it, you know, just to put a thought on how much money is out there and, 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 and you know, just from cannabis, you know, and just regulating it properly. Or correctly, you know what? You know it, it would just bring a lot back into the economy because it's necessary. In fact, uh, at CNBC, it's talking about or projecting that the cannabis industry is going to have a big, big day come election day. You know exactly because of what <laughs> we were just talking about. You know, New Jersey is also expected to appro- approve an initiative, an, an initiative to legalize adult use marijuana, okay, recreational marijuana. So New Jersey as well. You know, it says, and like you're right. Uh, it's a passage projected to generate up to four hundred million dollars just yes. in adult use alone in the first year, right? Yeah, and that's one year. That's million, one year. Nine hundred fifty million by twenty twenty four, which I think is more. You know, but that, you know that just a, a couple more facts and figures of, as far as you know as going. Uh, so, like, what it is? There's four states that have adult legalization initiatives on their November ballots. New Jersey and New York is one of them, I believe. And then here's another key point. Former Vice President Joe Biden and, and, and Kamala Harris support adult use marijuana and decriminalization. All right, if you guys don't know that, uh, they want to med- moderate and, and fix the rescheduling of, of federal medicinal legalization, which if you guys don't know, marijuana is still under Schedule 1, which is as bad as cocaine, heroin, all of those when it shouldn't be. You know, and that's exactly. the biggest problem on why, it. you know, there's that big fight of state versus versus uh federal when it comes to legal who can now who cannot that's why you see that some states are like no we're trying to not have feds raid dispensaries especially if they do go you know through all all the legal necessary things paying the fine and they're a legal dispensary you know states will fight to protect those you know as opposed to you know giving over turning in all the you know all the black market ones but you know it's very important and then here's another one it says along alongside tax revenue and job creation Social justice reform is the strongest argument for legalization in cannabis on both the federal and state levels. And and how does that reflect? If you guys don't know, you know, um, the crime is also, the, you know, it's, it's, it's got the same situation. A lot of people in, in, in prison and jails right now, a lot of them happen to be minorities and a lot of them have to be cannabis crimes. You know, and yep. that's something that a lot, a lot of people are trying to to put a little bit more work in where uh, if, if, if uh, not just forgiving, you know, uh, and, and what is it called? Exp- expunging the records of those people that are in jail for for any anything that's not a crazy cannabis crime, you know, uh, but, but uh, other, uh, on top of that, giving them the edge so they can have first dibs at setting up some sort of business, you know, related with that, as opposed to letting the, the people that had the most money, you know, that waited until all this, you know, and, and, and they're, they're backing it in. And most of them are white, you know, they're not going to be colored people. So that's, that's where the tax and the job creation and the, and the social justice reform go together because it, uh, when the cannabis laws change and, and things get these, you know, uh, less strict, you know, 
or, or decriminalized, then a lot of pardons are going to happen and a lot of that. So it's going to really change a lot of stuff. So that's why it's not just weed and it's not just money. There, There is a social justice, a, a social space that needs to be filled in, you know, by stuff that was, you know, stolen or, or sort of forced out, right? I mean, they, I mean, it's been always like an excuse, you know? Well, that's the problem is that the 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 white man is always going to make sure that he gets his. It's funny how the white man was the one that was trying to make it a crime. Now the white man is the one that owns 95% of the cannabis shops. Like it's absolutely ridiculous that they are able yeah. to continue to continue to benefit off of us but won't include us in it. And I'm totally yeah. for expunging records because in Texas I, I know a dude that went to jail for 18 months because they caught him with two joints. Why would you send one someone to jail for 18 months for having two joints on them? God you know damn, why? Yeah. If he was black and he was in Texas. Yeah. Now he has a record. The, through the book at him. Now yep, he has a record. That. See how they set see how they set you up. That's how they, that's how they set us mm-hmm. up right there. Give us a record. Now we can't go get a good job. That's just how it works. And in particular, those cases are the ones that I think should be addressed first. Um, all these, you know, bullshit accusations and crimes that just ruin people's lives, you know, because you can try, you can try and explain, or if you have an opportunity to explain that, hey, they were just two joints and I was in Texas, but when, when, when your record pulls up, when somebody's doing a background check, it's not going to come up like that. And that's exactly. the problem, you know, and, and it's going to be possession oh. of something. And then that just doesn't look right. Well, the only thing and the best thing we can do, folks, is vote. Remember to vote if you can vote. Inform yourself. Educate yourself. In fact, tomorrow afternoon around this time um, and then later on at night, we're going to be doing a special cross uh, between politics and comedy. We're going to be discussing some of the major key issues. If you guys want to join us, we will be here on stereo in the afternoon. We're going to post the time later. But if you guys want to join us through Zoom, where it's going to be multiple comics, on Zoom, you can just go to upcomedy.tv and you guys will get all the info, the live link and everything. And that's, again, it's a, a cross between comedy and politics. We're going to discuss stuff, you know, so you can inform yourself and educate yourself, guide you through, you know, your, your uh, what is it, your voter book? What is it called, Didi? Yeah, it's the election book. The ballot book. The election book. book. You know, uh, what are some of the, the ones that uh, we're going to cover, Didi? Do you know off the top of your head? Yeah, we got a couple of good ones. Um, one of the, I, I picked some hot ones, guys. I can tell you that. Uh, one of the one of the ones that I did pick was with regards to um, allowing uh, a ki- uh, people to vote if they turn eighteen the year of the voting. I think that's a right. really good one right there. To because you can join the military, why can't you vote at that age? I've always thought uh, that. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Especially if you're going, to, especially if you're going into the military. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why would you not have the right? And then another one, um, I really, I base it off of two, the commercials that I saw that are really hot. There's one going around now for, and I know a lot of people that do the, like the Uber driving and yeah, you know, they were trying right? to make their money. So yeah, there's a really good proposition on there that they really, really, really want us to, uh, to, 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 I think say yes. So I'm, we'll talk about that. You can make your decision on what you want to do. And then, of course, we're going to go over the the president, Senate. We got a mayor being uh, voted in out here, so yeah, we got we got uh, some good propositions. Oh, and there's uh, another we, one. Oh, there's a, another proposition we're going to go over is uh, a really important one where fuck Trump had signed uh, <laughs> into right that that states 
and places of employment are allowed to discriminate against you if you're gay. Literally. Wow. Wow. That's a fact. He signed he's going that backwards in. again. He's, he, it's fortunately, not a surprise that he's going back in. Man, wow. Fortunately, the state of California, the past few years, we have not voted that bullshit in. Okay, so, but there are other places yeah, we got that will. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And as always, and, and, and that's why we want to know what stoners think. We want to know mm -hmm. what you think. Um, tune in tomorrow for sure. Uh, we'll go through this. We, it will be titled under that cross between politics and comedy. Uh, but right now, as you know, it's a What Stoners Think podcast so far. We're covering a little bit of the news. We talked about a little bit of our of our origin stories and our favorite places to smoke. Um, and, and, you know, Didi right now is talking a little bit about, whoops, sorry, about the health, health part, you know. Um, there's, it, it, there's an article from the Hemp Industry Daily that's talking about pain, inflammation, and reasons why low THC cannabis interests people with, you know, with those problems, you know, and so mm -hmm. this is, this is uh, stuff that would have low THC cannabis. It helps a lot with pain and inflammation. So in case you guys don't know that 85% uh, of, uh, of this case study did that, uh, that was one of the main things it, it, it was doing, you know, uh, it also helped with the mental health, which is, you know, you're feeling bad, you're feeling low, you're feeling, you know, whatever. Also, it helps you sleep. So 37, 34% of that. So those are three things already that I know helped me as getting older, pain and inflammation, you know, uh, and then mental health and then sleeping sometimes. I don't know. What are some other stuff? What, what, what are other some things that help you, Didi, outside of being patient for assholes like Trump? <laughs> Man, you know what? It, it, I got to go with the, the, the keeping me, uh, my anxiety, man. I have really bad anxiety, uh, until you're around me more and more, people don't know that. And that's one of the reasons that, hell, I smoke. Um, it definitely helps with inflammation, pain. Um, and especially lately with the stressful times, not being able to sleep. Sometimes you just mm. got to hit a, hit a bowl real quick and it'll knock you right out. And it's a safe way to sleep. You're not going to wake up with a hangover or with your nose bleeding, or with your arms itching, or whatever that other stuff that people does. If you smoke you a bowl before you go to bed, you're going to wake up, boom, after a good night's rest. So it, it just helps. Well, it's, it's you know. And, and well, you don't have to, because there's some people that might say, you know, because I, I know people binging, like, oh, I don't like to smoke. You don't have to smoke. They have edibles. It's so many ways right. you can consume. Right. So what's your favorite your favorite way of, of application Uh of ingestion, <laughs> of method, of application. <laughs> application of method. I use um, tobacco-free wraps. Um, okay. I, I do. I do joints. Um, Any particular those are, brand? Those are my main two. I know. You know brand? what? Let me tell you something. A good indica. Let me tell you the best indica to me is this uh -huh. strand. It's called Dosey Dose. Ooh. Oh yeah, I got it. Dosey dose is so freaking good. Every now and then, you know, when I go to the little underground shop, they try to throw like a cool name on one. You know how they try to do Benji? They'll call it Obama. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, let me get some Obama. No, they don't. They don't fool me with that stuff. They don't fool me with that. But oh, yeah, I gotta be yeah, right right now. I'm, I'm smoking dosey dose as we speak. So, and when they do that in the dispensaries, I love that. Um, that that's the thing that you can count on good dispensaries, on legal dispensaries that more or less, you know, actually more than less, it, their product is going to be accurate. So if you ask for a particular strain 
It's gonna yeah. be probably that strain. It's not gonna be whatever the hell they had on the shelf and they need to fill in that jar with, and the person you know doesn't know because it happens where you know like you trust and you go to these places and I end up passing out too early. And how did I pass out too early? If I and then and then you kind of think about it. You're like, oh shit, you know this this isn't this, this wasn't a they sativa. Didn't this wasn't a hyper yeah. sativa. If you go to the hey, the legit places though, I like it because. Mm-hmm. I know I, I go to the underground ones first of all. I'm gonna be real with y'all, but yeah. I still go to the legit spots too because they do, like you saying, Benji. You right? They tell the truth. Sometimes I want that. They got like this 29% THC in there, that high yeah. percent, and yeah. it'd it be right on too. It'd be right on point too. You know, you know how they say, you know, uh, if you want quality, you gotta pay for it. You know, and I, yeah. I know real, real shit, real shit. The only times I really would will go to any of those is when I really, 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 really want. But it, it doesn't happen too often, so I do go to these, you know, underground. No, I go know, to undergrounds, ones. but you know, I mean, so, you ever been to the underground ones. so many times that they all start tasting alike? You ever? That's well, when see, I that's go. What, to the that's when it's probably the same shit. I, that's when it's they're getting their shit from the same guy. You know, some of them yeah. own the same one. So that's what happens over here. The same dude owned like three or four of them, and they were like across the street from each other, which was crazy. You know? Yeah, he tastes and, the same. Yeah. Well, anyways. Uh, like I was saying, well, the people in Missouri agree with us. I think Missouri is one of the uh, most recent places where medicinal marijuana dispensaries are allowed. And uh, there's one that opened in Missouri. And this is, it was posted actually today. Um, a long line of customers spent like a whole morning trying to get inside the fresh green dispensary in Lee's Summit, Missouri. There you go, you know. So I guess <laughs> it would be the first time, right? This is where our homegirls... Um, Asher and Cassidy are from. They're from Missouri, right? Yeah. But it's, a, it's hey, in the Benji, of what do you, Let me ask yeah. you something, though. So they said there's a long line because the dispensary just opened for the first time, yeah. right? You should see this so, line. And, you should see a picture. So No, I've seen that type of stuff on the news. So this is, I'm high right now, so I'm thinking. Okay. You, yeah. you When you see that, you, you know what I'm thinking right now? Mm. Where were they getting their weed before? Ha, <laughs> ha, I know, huh? What's no, that? think about it. With What's all that? those people in line, you trying to tell me all those people is their first time? No. I got a question for all those white people in line because I know it's a bunch of white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where was y'all yeah. getting y'all weed before? Yeah, because you know you're not even counting, you're not even counting the 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 people that are in between, right? The people that are still not sure. Because I'm sure yeah, exactly, a yeah. Those, right? The ones that are yeah, no, no, no. I'm not even counting those. Right? Not even counting those. It's the motherfuckers that are there like, all right. Yeah, so my question is, where they been getting their weed? See, Benji? Think think about that. Look, I know where I've been getting it from. I I know where, and, and you know, it rotated from places. But I do do remember distinctly back in 2000 and what? 2006, 2007. You know, because this is when I barely really started smoking weed. Because I smoked weed and when I was in college in 2001, right? 2000, 2001. But I, I was there, I was like, uh, I backslid. You know, that's what happened. It was like, oh, it was me experience before I got Christian and all that stuff. Anyways, um, uh, but I remember pay, having to look for and driving for $25 gram of weed. Now, it was good weed. I'll grab, I remember that, you know, it was dense. So it was always good. You know, you could see, you know, and it would get as high as fuck. I remember that shit. But I remember having to fucking go and find this guy or wait for him or go to his grandma's house in another city, you know, just to be sure yeah. that it, it was going to be good fucking weed. 
you know? And, and I remember it used to be so hard to get good weed because I could get Mac, you know, or Brick or Reggie, as, you know, many people are caught. Yeah. All the time. Easy. For 60 bucks, I got almost two ounces of that shit, you know? Yeah. W was, was it consistent? Um, the flavoring or anything else other than arriving every week, fuck, that was the only consistency. Everything else, because sometimes, I kid you not, I would get these batches and they were, were like purplish and it would get you high. It, but and it was still mecky because it was it has it was weedy and it had seeds yeah. and stuff. You know, I remember but that. it was amazing, you know. But 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 yeah, between that it was just a lot of fucking you know, dried out bricky shit. You know, that it, it was best if you did joints or or bowls and stuff. You really couldn't do much more. You really had to clean out the seeds and stems. And but yeah, no, that's where I used to get my weed. I remember that. You know, right I, now, I in fact. This is not see the thing about it now is different because you going to the back then when I my the, the yeah. rest in peace my aunt was my uh was my ah, was my deal I'm gonna be real ah, I'm gonna be real and we had uh, two homeboys and she would always say let me call my Mexican. Swear to God, she, <laughs> and, <laughs> hey Bridgie, when I say she rest in peace she gone now love a mother diva but she kept z pounds. I never, nice. ever, ever had to go to, you know how you say you got to go away or you yeah. got to, because she kept her, her pee, her pee, her pounds from her boy in Mexico. <laughs> then she had a dude up north that brought her that, that sticky, that ooey. Oh, nice. So I lucked up, man. And, and that's how I ain't gonna lie. That's why I could, I could, I could all, I can eyeball it. I used to mm. slang it too. Shit, I'm high. I just tell the truth. I did for like three yeah, years. Well Oh well, I I did too, especially when I I also did through the, when I was working with dispensaries and stuff. Uh, oh and yeah. Then, you know, always, and I never say it. I I honestly I never say I slang it. I, I would all I would do is I would pass on the savings down to my homies because it was never like going around to bars be like, yo, you need some weed or you know what I mean. Never ever yeah. ever. It was always like because people knew I worked in weed or or whatever. They're like, yo, Benji, can you? And I'm like, yeah, sure. You know what I mean. So even when I was at the dispensary, I would hook people up. You know, I would I would definitely oh, give was... them at least. A couple of points. I was that person sure. that was hooking everybody yeah. up. All my coworkers came to me because they knew that I had it. <laughs> no, seriously, that was me. Everybody it's, knew on lunch it's like, break. It's like, or, it's like the 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 market or the market came to you and shit. Man, <laughs> that man, bitch, that was the. It, I would make like a, a like for a few hundred on payday because I would. I would now that's when I would give credit. Not a problem because we get paid yeah. on Friday. <laughs> right? Yeah, as long as you pay. No, yeah, seriously, man, pray. I did. I, I did from about 2002 to about 2006. Like, I that I, I did. I just did it because it was... I'm, and I didn't do it, honestly. I just did it because I had access to it, and I was trying to help my aunt get rid of that shit. <laughs> so check it. And the first dispensary opened in, in St. Louis County in Missouri, the Endless Stores, located in Ellsville, in the Manchester area, approved 65,000 patients with another 12,000 awaiting approval, my friend. And this is uh, posted yesterday. Wait and a minute. The oh, so they have to do that. They have to do that's That's the medicine. That's not the recreation. That's not the recreational one. This is oh. a, it's actually the medicinal one. But with those lines, dude, I mean, and it says um, the ballot measure one approval, two third voters overall ranks the fifth fastest market out of 21 states to pass medicinal marijuana. Since 2005, you know, like Colorado led that, but you know, that's just some numbers, you know. And here Man, it is, like, they're it, gonna it see says, how much money they make and they're gonna be like, this here it is, watch. everybody. Authorities said the industry's uh, anticipated economic impact in Missouri includes 
more than 5,700 new jobs and yep. 800 million in direct spending by 2021. And this yep. is out of the Fox 2 News report in Missouri. You know, so uh, it's it's great to see that because, again, I remember, and going back to the stories we just talked about, which, by the way, this is the What Stoners Think podcast. If you guys have your story or you guys have any thoughts on this, go ahead and chime in. But that's what I'm saying. You know, just remembering how it is now to where it's growing around us. You know, I'm grateful, you know. Uh, and, and, you know, we, the, the only thing we could do is continue to grow and continue to inform ourselves just like we are. And I just have to say this is, you know, represent ourselves as, as a demographic, as stoners, as a pot smokers, as cannabis users, as medicinal marijuana patients, whatever you want to call yourself. I think we should all hold ourselves to a little bit of a higher standard since for so many years we were, were supposed to be lazy or useless, you know? So Man, that- that's the most ignorant. That's the ignorant stigma I couldn't stand, Benji. That whole lazy right? thing. Let me tell you, I don't know. I know. Let me tell you something, Benji. I know you not lazy. You know I'm not lazy. <laughs> yep. Everybody I know that smokes is not lazy. People that I have brought around, you all my homies, them homegirls, our homegirls, them yeah. are business owners. Them women, they all consume. <laughs> That's, yeah, and you I know hate that, that lazy stigma. I hate that, man. You know that, that that's why there was a term at one point in in the nineties or, or late nineties or early which was which was called a, a stiletto stoner. You know, which was uh, 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 that was a demographic, which was exactly what it sounds like. You know, a successful or a powerful closeted uh, stoner woman. You know, that a woman yeah. that was a business, a professional, but couldn't you know let people know she was a stoner. Because yep. of, uh, everything that would impede or or, or 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 slow you down, but they did it. So that's you know. So that's what that term is. If I remember I, I could, correctly, that that was a very powerful term. And you know now it's 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 changed to it is that, but you know it's no longer closeted. You know now I guess it's a, you know a, a fancier type. But no, I mean yeah, I love it. You know me too. I I like that's why it's almost like rubbing it in our faces and why I'm saying now instead of just being like hey you were wrong. Just rubbing it in their faces by by doing more as a stoner, creating more as a stoner, you know, as a as a pot smoker, whatever, as a cannabis user, you know, doing good with it, doing good by it, you know. So I'm my first complaint on what stoners think, and I don't know what you guys think. And this is my question, and my question is, Didi, what do you think when you see empty weed containers on the floor? When you're walking oh. in your neighborhood, when you're going anywhere, <laughs> in particular, when you're leaving the dispensary area, like what? Yeah. Are your what do you think? You when know, you I'm like, dude, really? You couldn't wait. You had to empty your trash outside. You know, the kids are walking by. I don't know. And it's, did it. it's like seeing a mask. Diddy, it's uh-huh. and it's not like and it's not like they drop their weed because uh, oftentimes I go and check if there's any weed left inside. You shake the bottle. Hey, sometimes I'm like, well, you know, this is where the hope for the world gets me, right? Well, I'm like, well, maybe <laughs> these are filthy pigs. Maybe some poor bastard just lost his weed, right? And hey, then, if you ah, if you no. see one, this is the thing, though. If you see one, if you see an empty container in a parking lot dispensary, I would check right. that one out because somebody might have yeah, dropped yeah. their shit. I'm well, just see, be that's... real. That's where that's usually where I, I'll do that because I'm like, you know what? I'm playing the odds here. I'm gonna roll the <laughs> dice on this. But you know, and, and usually it's it's when they're closed that I'll check it because you know if they're closed, yeah, right? 
It's like, so if anything, if you're going to throw them out, throw them out with an open lid, you assholes. So oh, the okay, people okay. will know, right? Don't nobody <laughs> so so that, way we know, that way we know it's stress <laughs> and we also ignore it. Uh, no, but for real, folks, throw your trash, throw your cannabis mm -hmm. industry trash in the trash, guys. Thank you. Don't be a, a filthy pig, you know, and make us look like we're worse. And you know why I say make us look? All right. It's bad to, to, to clump yourself in with shit. Whatever, but look, in this case, it's a good thing, all right? We are our rising people, our industry, uh, um, the plant, the, the, the magical entity that is cannabis and all its magical powers, uses, and benefits that we all benefit from that, you know? And if we, if we do more by it, you know, it's going to expedite where it should be, where, it, you know, it, it should never be, you know, um, illegal. It should never get people in trouble, it should be freely, free, freely tested, right, and freely developed and freely grown. I mean, that's where the dream is, right? I mean, obviously, guys, you can ask and tell I'm high right now too. But the point is the point, <laughs> folks. The point is the point. Uh, but yeah, and so here's here's another another input. This is from the Motley Fool. Uh, it's a investing. Uh, I believe it's a, it's a. Well, this one has to do with their uh, talking about investing, and it's talking about. To the stock market, Dow Jones, and the cannabis industry. And it's talking about saying that, that it's having a rough start in the week, but marijuana stocks seem to be going good. You know, they, they rose 8.4% trending today, while other businesses dropped off 0.3, you know? So, I mean, even if it's a little bit, um, um, can, Canopy Growth, which is in the New York Stock Exchange, Aurora Cannabis, and, and Tilray, all you know, all those three stocks went up while everything else is going down. So if, if pot if business the money ain't going nowhere, pot is right? like sick. It ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I think I think that what happened, what happened, and I, I knew it, and I felt, and I sensed that you know, like once once the cannabis floodgates and and, and that veil, that that veil, that that veil of that stigma, that you know, everything we talked about being stunners, being lazy. And I know back in the day it was rapists and all this other shit that they would accuse jazz musicians of. <laughs> but you know, that was just all other business. But now, now there's just so much, so much more evidence, and, and so many uh, more t people that have lived it. You know, so and this is another point I want to make. I'm not that angry anymore because I used to be angry at some of these people that that used to hate on it, and now they're benefiting benefiting from it. And I told him, this yeah. is why I, a lot of people understand me, right? I understand you. It's like, well, what the fuck, bro? You know, like, what about, you know? Um, I, I'd rather see it this way. That just like they changed in that sense, you know? And hopefully, this is a key point, they changed for the good. Which means they're doing good with it. Not just banking on it. Because there's a lot of those motherfuckers, too. Those are the ones I still don't like. Oh, they're you, all you, banking on it. Benji, you, know, it's, it's, you know, a lot of people... Bitch. But they're making they're, 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 it's they're, about the money for them. You know, it's not they're, like they're setting look, up childcare centers with this money. <laughs> look, no, Didi. Well, there's other there are other people, maybe not as rich, but there are a lot of people that have changed their minds on it. And you know, I respect that. And 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 I hope and I open I, I wait for them for open arms. So then that way it doesn't cause a rift in between, you know, pre-cannabis users or old cannabis, you know, where it really does become as what it's supposed to be. Pass it, baby. Pass it. Pass it. You know, pass it. Let's all fucking kick it together. Let's all make this <laughs> shit work. You know? So that's why for me, and, and why weed is, is as beautiful, as great. It helps me think about shit like that, in particular, like when I feel bad about stuff or about when my mind is, is you know, going wild, acting like an animal, being angry or senties, which is when I get really upset, 
you know, and, and having a little <laughs> puff, man, having a little puff and taking some breaths and, and actually on this app, I was chatting to, to one other user. I forget her name. I'll try to remember, but she was talking about how for years she was just kind of smoking weed for smoking it. And she then had a recent experience with a friend who, who had like a shamanic experience himself and, and helped put into perspective how she isn't treating cannabis with its respect, you know, like she should, right? Where she's not making it or, or enjoying the moment, you know, and, and really sharing it as as more than just the plant, right? Having a a, a real, real moment, you know, uh, when you're meditating and experiencing and sharing what the cannabis brings to you because you know we're part, we, we share so many elements together and which is why weed works so well with our body. You know, that's one of those where you become one with it. You know, and I love that about weed and that's why I will and like I used to go to a good dispensary to know I'm going to get that shit, man. You know, I I need that a lot. So anyways, what's the point? Going back, which on the weed, we're always going to go on tangents, but we come back. It's patience, man. Patience for the new people coming in, especially those that used to be even more aggressive. If they seem like, you know, they were asking you questions, you know, experienced stoners. Be cool, you know. Don't be like, "Well, oh yeah, now what?" Because then what the fuck is gonna happen, you know? It, it, it's it's a very childish thing, by the way. But I'm just trying to, you know, uh, put it into perspective for some people. All right, let's let's enjoy it. But Benji, you know, right? let me tell you where I don't have patience with new smokers. <laughs> yes, is when we Please. go. Have you ever been? Have you experienced? I know you've experienced this where you go to the smoke shop, right? And it's kind of a it's, it's kind of a long line, right? <laughs> oh my god! Yep. And everybody, the brand new, brand new, yes, brand new the brand new oh, customer. God. Oh, god, that's hilarious! And then what do they do? They they end up spending twenty dollars. I can't stand those people. Yeah. Oh my god, man! Yeah, those are the worst. It's like the ones holding Those up ones, everybody. I don't have patience with. Holding up at the drive-thru for 99 cent items, like three items and shit. And there's like 50 people in the car. Right? That's <laughs> what I used to do. Sorry, folks. That's what I know. It's what I know. No, well, yeah. I mean, comic courtesy, new new stoner comics. But anyways, um, <laughs> this is great. I love this. So remember, guys, if you guys want to um, catch up or follow up or find out, when the next What Stoners Think podcast is, you guys can follow Diddy Steps. You can follow at Benji Garcia Reyes on the Stereo app. Uh, and if you are already or if you're not, you can also find uh, the podcast on Spotify, What Stoners Think podcast. You can also find other podcasts by up comedy shows that were recorded on the Stereo app. Uh, we, we really recommend you guys try the app. It's not just for listening. You can also talk to other people. You can chime in like we haven't had any people today, but... You know, follow us, and that way you can chime in and join into the conversation because we have plenty more questions, and we want to know what stoners think. Uh, Didi Steps, can you tell us, please, where we can find you on the interwebs? Oh, you can just Google me, Didi Steps, Didi Steps Comedy. I am on Instagram, Didi Steps Comedian. Uh, I'm all over the globe of Southern California. <laughs> All right, and I, as you guys know, am your Benji, uh, El Benji Garcia Reyes. Uh, we can find me usually through the up comedy shows and we're on every social media platform. And before we close up the show and say thank you, we leave it open with a question uh, because we want to know what stoners think. So stoners, tell us, what should we talk about? What should we cover on this show? You know, let us know, send us a message, send us a tweet, or listen to the next show and chime in. Anyways, 
Uh, in behalf of the Up Comedy Show's uh, podcast people and what's still this thing, I've been Benji Garcia and Miss Didi Steps. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. We out. Bye, Bye Didi. Smoke something. Ha, 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 ha.